Welcome back to the presentation from our Planning Commission. And we'll start with roll call, beginning to my left. Greg Wax. Ken Brown. Marty Tropler. Jackie Camp. Matthew Popak, Chair. Carol Kenny. And Tina Garzillo. And now I'll turn the floor over to the Chair, Matt Popak. Thank you, Chair Garzillo. And good evening to the Board of Supervisors, my fellow Planning Commission members, Township staff, and to the residents of Upper Marion. For those watching this video who may not know me, my name is Matthew Popak. I'm a member of the American Institute of Certified Planners. I work professionally as the Transportation Planning Assistant Manager for the Montgomery County Planning Commission, and I'm now in my seventh year serving as the Upper Marion Township Planning Commission Chair. On behalf of my fellow Planning Commission members here tonight, I have a very brief presentation to share on our activities since the last joint meeting. Next slide, please. Since last May, the Planning Commission has met by my count for a total of 14 public meetings. If anyone from the public would like to join us for future meetings, we are scheduled to meet at 7 o'clock on the second and fourth Wednesdays of each month, with the second Wednesday meeting in the Henderson Room and the fourth Wednesday meeting in this boardroom. All meetings are still being offered in a hybrid format on Zoom, with the access links available in the publicly accessible meeting agenda on the Township's website. Planning-related activity in Upper Marion has stayed steady, with subdivisions, land developments, and ordinances all coming before our commission for review, comment, and recommendations to the board. While our meeting rate has slowed somewhat in the last couple of months, it still remains a busy time in Upper Marion with the increasing prices for land and labor factoring into decisions regarding development. As an aside, Upper Marion's 28 subdivision, land development, and zoning ordinance submissions to the Montgomery County offices in 2022 was the second highest in the county, trailing only, anyone want to venture a guess? Lower Marion. Lower Marion is one, and Lower Salford is the second. We also typically appear highly ranked in other metrics for development. Upper Marion had 166 acres proposed for development in 2022, which was the highest total of any municipality in the county and nearly 15% of the entire county's total. We also had four of the largest, 10 largest non-residential proposals by square footage. Discovery Labs by itself is over four times the size of the number two largest proposal. You can see on the screen now the listings of the types of proposals, projects, and zoning ordinances we've reviewed in the last 12 months, which I don't intend to read off to anyone, but we can certainly discuss any of these in specific terms if you'd like. It sometimes frustrates applicants and residents alike that an idea can take so long to turn into reality when it comes to land development. For instance, we reviewed the Chick-fil-A drive-through lane modifications last July, and they are just being constructed now. Next slide. As we have a slide up now with the satellite image of our fair township, I do want to stress that we as a planning commission board take our work seriously to review applications and supporting material ahead of time and to work within the frameworks of our subdivision and land development ordinance and zoning code, as well as with the engineering review letters drafted by Remington and Burnick and McMahon, along with other contributors, to make sure that our public meetings are as productive as possible and without too much unnecessary fluff. Of course, we all love our township and want to see what's best for it, and we can get into some deeper discussions of issues that mean a lot to us at times, but we try our best to stay focused and give constructive feedback to applicants and worthwhile advice to you, the board, in as expedient of a manner as possible. I do want to thank at this point our township manager, Anthony Hamaday, for returning to cover planning commission meetings for us as the staff liaison in the beginning of 2023. We appreciate Ashton Jones' service to the planning commission and the development processes of the township and share your hope that a replacement staff member can be hired in the very near future. 
speaking of that future on the next slide, I wanted to spend a little time in the second half of this presentation talking about some of the larger scale ideas and efforts the township should be thinking about with regards to planning. You see on the screen now the questions that we brought up at last year's joint meeting, mostly tackling how Upper Marion would fit into the new conditions of the future. We're officially now one week into our new normal of post-public health emergency, even if the coronavirus is still endemic in our community and plenty of humans are still suffering from long-term effects or are intimidated from fully resuming normal activities. That said, we're probably looking at much slower changes in how people live their daily lives at this point. Of course, questions about climate change and fostering equity are still present and prevalent as well. Personally, I miss seeing snow last winter, and I watched my sister attempt to navigate the home ownership market in the past year and realized that she was effectively priced out of Upper Marion entirely. The remote work possibilities for Upper Marion are probably the most significant for our next few years. Plenty of articles have been written about this phenomenon since 2020, including this one, and the headline is on the screen, from NPR, published just two days ago. In a township like ours, where a significant portion of our tax base relies on revenues generated by office parks and corporate customers, it certainly stands out as a short to medium term risk. As companies start to face decisions about renewing leases and develop strategies about working from home when it's a desired outcome and not just a required mitigation. I'm fortunate enough to work in an office where remote work is allowed, and earlier today, we were at one-third occupancy. We've heard from the King of Prussia district that the leasing environment and occupancy rates for offices in our area remain strong, but the future of office work, the amenities that will attract employees to travel to and from a workspace, and the options that employees have to make that travel are all still on our minds. From the Planning Commission side, in addition to our regular reviews of items like stormwater management and building siting, I would say that we are beginning to expect electric vehicle charging stations to be considered by development applicants, in addition to our long-standing commitment that we happily share with this board for the installation of sidewalks. Next slide. All right, we need to talk about it, at least briefly and for the record. SEPTA's decision in March to pause final design efforts on the King of Prussia Rail Extension Project came as the culmination of many pandemic-influenced cost increases, from labor to materials to borrowing and interest rates. I want to be clear about this. The loss of this project is a significant loss for Upper Marion Township, for the employees and residents who use public transit services now, and for what could have been for our township with a full build-out. We must take this chance to reassess our longer-range goals for transportation, specifically public transit and non-motorized travel, and understand that we must incorporate the benefits and burdens of our unique geographic location and associated demands as the true crossroads of the northwestern Philadelphia suburbs. Which brings me to my next point on the next slide. Because it's been discussed time and again since, I will remind everyone, the Obama administration, but in order to best reassess our goals and to understand what direction the township is heading, it is imperative to place that sort of information into one document. It's getting harder and harder to explain to my colleagues from around the county and the region why Upper Marion uses a document that was published while I was in high school to guide its development. Our population has grown by nearly 30% since 2005. Shouldn't we, as a township, act proactively to lay out the vision for how our future growth should take place instead of reacting to what happens to be proposed? We talk all the time about how Upper Marion is the gold standard for suburban communities and how we're able to capitalize on our built-in advantages. 
we should infuse every part of township administration with this belief. And if it's done correctly, <coughs> this starts with the implementation of a modern comprehensive plan. I'm reaching the pleading stage with you all tonight. Please work to make this a priority. It will require top flight staff or consultants and what could be challenging conversations with each of you to fully define your vision for the township. But at the end of the day, wouldn't you all agree that we, us, the township deserves it? As I move to my final slide and wrap up on hopefully a positive note, the question that I've ended the last few years of presentations with is back on the screen. When we as a planning commission see applicants come before us with a proposal, whether it's a two lot subdivision or a million square foot warehouse, we know that they've answered this question in their minds. They know why they want to be here in Upper Marion Township. They know the benefits, they know the downsides, and they've made their call that investing in this place is the right choice. We are happy to assist you, this Board of Supervisors, with one of the main duties you have as elected officials, to guide and approve what the built environment of Upper Marion will look like for decades to come. I just ask again to assist us in helping to implement your vision by striving to complete and enact a comprehensive plan. All of us are focused on making the time our residents, employees, shoppers, and recreationists spend in our township as great as possible, and we'll continue to provide that space for conversations twice a month with anyone looking to make Upper Marion even greater. Thank you all for your time tonight, and I'm happy to take questions on behalf of the Planning Commission, and all five of our members are now joining us at the table. Yes, Mark McKee has um, since joined us since we Thank you. Thank you for being here, Mark. Um, Matt, I had not realized that it's been seven years since you've chaired the Planning Commission, so um, my gratitude for that many years of service to the Planning Commission, that time just flies, and I when, it just caught me off guard when you said that number that I really didn't think that it was that long. I know Jackie had served as uh, chair pr in prior years, and, <laughs> yes, and I, would, I know Mark's been there. And Mark has too long. Too long. <laughs> is masochism a requirement for this yes. board? Uh, yes. 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 yes, yes. I was in high school when I started. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for all the time commitment that you've uh, put into the Planning Commission. That's just commendable. That um, And you do such phenomenal work for us and make such excellent recommendations. And um, we're honored and privileged to have you uh, together as a, as a team that uh, we appreciate you very much. Thank you. Um, some some comments about some of the things that you mentioned. I'll jump first into the comprehensive plan. That um, I know that that was a conversation last year, and it was almost a ditto for this year. So I appreciate that, and I want to let you know that we are actively pursuing pulling together uh, the foundation for the comprehensive plan. And uh, I'll comment that uh, it's probably a fortunate thing that we did not adopt that. Uh, the draft of the comprehensive plan that we had had done a few years ago, and that um, so many things have happened since then. The pandemic, um, stormwater management mandates that we're working through. Uh, there's a, uh, the significant amount of development that's happened in the township. So um, I think that our uh, previous draft would almost be obsolete at this point. So um, in, in my position, I'm thankful that we're getting ready to revisit it. And um, we've organized meetings already, so we are actively working on this. Staff has been engaged and they're helping us work through the planning districts. And um, we have on our, on our calendar now, actively working on uh, 
on the comprehensive plan. Uh, we'll bring the county in on uh, some some uh, maybe some guidance for us, and uh, it it is on our it is on our radar, and it is it is a top priority. So I wanted to just let you know that that we are actively working on that, and have scheduled meetings, and have already uh, made some headway with it. That's great to hear, and I'm sure all of us at the Planning Commission are ready and willing to assist wherever we possibly can. Can I ask? You said staff has been engaged because we engaged the county to help formulate over a three-year period the, the comp plan that uh, I guess was finished up in 2018? 19. 19. Um, is it outside the staff or just inside? Internally. 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 Right. Yes. Yeah, so they're evaluating the, the various planning districts and uh, we're not we're not having them evaluate all of the planning just districts because some of them isn't rel relative but um, yeah that's how we've broken it out and staff is giving us input now on the districts. And anything we can do to help move that along. I think that's what Matt's saying. Yeah, I appreciate that. Appreciate I, that. I do know in some of our conversations about the comprehensive plan that they, we noticed that there were certain things that were lacking. They were not mentioned. They weren't addressed in the comp plan that exists. So that's one of the things that um, we were seeking to, to, to update can, and to Yeah, increase. I mean, it'd be hopefully not to them tonight, but yeah. to specify the, give us a list of those so that we can address it. I know part of my frustration working on the ad hoc group on the comp plan is we seem to just bring uh, other facets in from the uh, traffic authorities plan, the uh, uh, stormwater management plan, just refer to those and basically yeah, I know that's one of the things that but just if you can give us specifics, maybe we can help you. Okay. Yeah. And well, and I was going to say in the reverse as well, if you see things that are missing from that plan, please let us know, or if you have suggestions of what else should be included in the comp plan. Well, things have changed, as Matt said. Yeah. It's, it's gone on yeah. without right. us. The plans, you know, townships developing without it. And again, it, it, the developers point to the plan if it helps them, and they point to the old plan if it helps them. Um, you know, or they'll use the ordinance. We need to get that updated, and, and again, anything we can do to help. Yeah, and just for going back to that old piece a little bit, not to belabor my point or to defend my office entirely, but um, some of the items that I know it's been mentioned a few times, like, oh, well, the county didn't have this in it. For example, the stormwater management, I, I know a county. lot of that. I didn't see the I, county. I, know. I didn't blame you. I understand. <laughs> the, something in 2019, yes, that was before a lot of the other events had started taking place, but we already were working on a plan, the comprehensive plan draft, as I recall, had said, incorporate that whole effort into there. So even if it wasn't expressly listed, it was always, you know, setting up the importance of <coughs> looking into right. stormwater management and going through in much more detail. The Parks and Recreation Master Plan was intended yes. to be incorporated basically as whole, right. even though it was an already separate planning document. So I hope that whatever the new iteration of this is coming from, if there are other efforts that are going on, you know, whatever comes out in 2024 or whatever is able to be incorporated one way or another, the comprehensive plan should be guiding all of that sort of additional sub-research that's We're going on. We're in agreement with that, yeah, yeah. fully. Another thing that happened was uh, for us that's beneficial is the 2020 census report. Right. That um, being able to use that data and the demographics and um, our population growth that we are we are way ahead of what was projected. I, I can't remember the numbers right now, but I think nine years ago, uh, no, nine, nine years going forward is where our, the projection was for where our population is currently. Right. So, um, yeah, just, <clears throat> we just 
development and population growth and so many other factors also. Mm -hmm. So the, the census report, being able to use that information now is going to be helpful for us it's as well. True of PennDOT even, you know, when they, they, the day that the Blue Route opened and through Conshohocken, they had the traffic projected for 20 years ahead of that. So they're always behind it. So that's why these things have to be more fluid and we expect them to change. But I think, I believe the MPC calls for, you know, recommends that second class townships that have planning uh, revisit the comp plan at least every 10 years. And we're now at 18. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Another thing that we're considering is the timeline for how long uh, the, it projects forward that uh, when we're reading studies about comprehensive plans, they end up being dust on the shelves and uh, they project them out for so long that they become almost obsolete um, by the time you get through things. So we're wanting to to um, pull the time timeline back a little closer and not have it extend out for it. Now for us, it will be um, more burdensome because then you have to do another one in the near future than if you had a, a long-term one. But, yeah. but we're wanting to um, cut back the time frame of- I'll, I will just caution a little bit on that. You know, every good comprehensive plan has a set of short, medium, and long-term pieces of vision. It's important for Upper Marion to be thinking out decades from now. Hopefully we're all still going to be here decades from now and having to deal with the, the items beyond this. For sure, there are short-term tasks, options, ideas, things that need to be tweaked in the township that should be addressed, but we shouldn't close our eyes completely and say, we're not gonna care because who, who can predict beyond 2030? It, it's worth having that thought exercise and saying, what should we be trying to strive for and how do we take the steps now on that path to where we want to go. I think that we're viewing it as we want it to be more of a living document. So that can be incorporated, your, your thought can be incorporated in it, but we want to, once, once, we, once we have this adopted, we want to be able to use it. And I think that, that's, that's, the, that's the primary thinking behind that, that um, we want to, it has to have a purpose. Sure. And uh, we don't want to just sit idle and. Um, Would never try to recommend yeah. any plan yes. that just gets yeah. put on a shelf. Trust me, exactly. we have enough of exactly. that laying yes. around our shelves. Exactly. Yeah, we want this to be a living document yes. and incorporate the long-term plans because you have to, you have to, you, yes. you have to predict that. But Alongside the comprehensive plan, um, over the past few years, we've also been working on updating the zoning ordinances as a whole. We've okay. gone over them. Um, at bef again, before COVID, we were having one, at least one zoning meeting per month uh, to go over various aspects of the zoning. But we don't currently have a planner and we have had two planners in the past 10 years. So um, it, it's kind of uh, put up some, that roadblock for us because uh, we don't have the staff other than a planner to do the, to do the, the major work involved mm -hmm. in going over our zoning ordinances and saying what should be changed, what should, needs to be updated and so on. Right. We have passed ordinances over the years for various things um, we have one for bed and breakfast now that we never had before. And uh, help me here, what other ones did we uh, think of fencing? Short-term rental. Short-term rental. And fencing and right. uh, various ordinances. As we came across things where the zoning board was upset with us because we don't know how to we, we don't know how to justify a decision because we don't you don't have a law you don't have an ordinance on something right. 
So yeah, um, that we're doing it this kind of at the same time, but but I see the two as being related. Right. The hope is that filling that planner position is not just a normal priority with everything else no, here. No. It's a very high priority. We would hope it is. It is. It's, the, the job has been yeah. posted. Um, we didn't have. Uh, the candidate that we were seeking the first time it was posted, so putting it out again. And there are other municipalities in our county that um, are also uh, listening for a planner, so it just made it difficult timing-wise, but it is top priority for us. It is top priority. And just to be clear, we are still having uh, zoning workshop meetings pretty much every single month. Uh, the truth about uh, rewriting the zoning code is that work will never end. I mean, will, I mean if, if this board and whatever subsequent boards may look like, if they're really doing their job, they will be meeting and discussing this pretty much every single month because there's always something that to mm -hmm. discuss. Um, and anytime you're discussing something, there's going to be a developer who has an idea who wants to, you know, see how what they can do fits into the zoning code or what changes they could make for better or for worse to the zoning code. And then they come in and present what they have to the uh, present. Uh, one thing I do want to discuss, which I think we've, we the township have actually been far ahead of schedule, um, does relate to some of the office space uh, and office vacancy issues that are occurring nationally and regionally. And yes, um, as you did correctly state, we are not seeing the vacancy levels to the extent that other municipalities are experiencing. The King of Prussia District has done a phenomenal job uh, marketing Upper Marion. Hopefully it will continue continue to do the same. But we have, over the last 10 or 15 years, seen uh, extraordinary diversification of the economy in this township. Mm -hmm. um, there's always been some high tech, but with what's come in over the last 10 or 15 years, we've really become uh, a high tech center um, regionally. Uh, I'm sure you've heard the term Silicon Valley. Uh, you know, it's, it's apropos. Uh, but besides that, we've also really taken on a, a um, like an entertainment uh, hospitality aspect to Upper Marion besides the, the hotels. The number of restaurants has dramatically increased. We've got the casino, Top Golf will open sooner rather than later. It's getting there. Um, so we've done what we can to diversify the economy. Obviously, um, those bring, those types of um, uh, establishments bring their own set of issues that have to be dealt with. Mm -hmm. But it it is important, and the board recognizes it is important to not just rely on office space and retail, which uh, which the township essentially relied on as a two-legged stool for for decade after decade after decade. So, yeah, absolutely. It, it, we are not just sleepy little suburb anymore. No, we haven't been there for a while. It's important to take advantage of all the opportunities that that diversification brings us. Hopefully there's no recession, but in case there is, you know, the fact that we are diversified certainly helps in, in surviving through that and then coming out the other side stronger. Yeah. And we, we all know that eventually, be it a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, there will be another recession sooner or later. And then obviously the hope is we've done enough to be able to, to stabilize our economy, um, regardless of whether there's a recession or, you know, economic trends or what have you. So. I can circle back to what you were saying about the rail. Mm -hmm. um, when SEPTA first came to us, when, I think one of the very, very first meetings that they had, I asked them about 422 and having a rail go from King of Prussia out to Pottstown and Reading. 
there is more and more development all along 422. And we have more and more cars either coming to King of Prussia or going through King of Prussia. And every morning when I hear the, uh, the traffic reports, it's traffic going you know, at a standstill coming east and the same thing going west. Are, do you guys have any thoughts or well, about the Schuylkill River Passenger Rail Authority is yep. currently working I to reestablish yep. rail between Norristown, Pottstown, and Reading, right. so that will certainly help. Yep. Um, How realistic is that? We are in, we, Montgomery County is part of the tri-county organization on this, is currently submitting to Amtrak for, for usability via the car ID program. Um, 422 is a traffic problem every day, 202 can be a traffic problem every day, 76 is a traffic problem every day, the turnpike can be a traffic problem every day. I think each one of these major network highways that feed into our region have their own separate issues that all kind of need to be addressed all at once. Um, 422 also is going through a major study right now to see what the next step should be for potential adding of flex lanes or even full out widening. Um, so stay tuned for that from PennDOT in the near future, in addition to the I-76 flex lane project um, that's already underway. I never so, thought that new bridge was going to solve everything. <laughs> if you it's, build it, they will come. As somebody who lives right near the new bridge, a relatively new bridge, it has made a difference. It, it definitely has made a difference, but no, obviously it's not a, a, a complete solution. Yeah. Anything in addition? Any other comments from the? I could just yes. add one more quick. I said it last three years too. I appreciate um, you know just I know this board prides itself in transparency. We all have our, we're all volunteers. The earlier we can get our planning our agenda, the easier, better we can be prepared to do that. I know um, yeah. <laughs> we struggled during, uh, and this is uh, Tony is. I'll say it right now, Tony. God bless him. You're, you got too much on your plate. We, it helped a lot when we had Ashton here, we were getting her at least a week ahead of time. We knew it was Absolutely. on. But, and I know half the time it's the developers. You don't know whether they're coming or not. You're trying to facilitate them. But if we don't get the agenda till Tuesday or, or Wednesday, you know, before our meeting, it's hard for us to get prepared. prepared. Tony's done a great job of trying to get uh, a Dropbox to us for the plans. But there's, there's also things that have changed that Dropbox doesn't have the updated stuff and, and things Sometimes. that we looked at this as a planning commission in late 2000 and early this year are changed and there's no updates on the township website and that gets back to the public too. Just let me ask a quick question. The, the board usually sets your business agenda at your Thursday night workshop meetings the week before, correct? If you have a workshop meeting last week, you, you have a uh, or on the first, then you have a business meeting the following week, usually. Typically, typically. Sometimes they're the same evening, but typically. And traditionally, the, the supervisors got their package of information. I know you get it electronically now, but don't you usually have that by Friday if you make a decision? Uh, not always. And sometimes, sometimes it's not even uh, from administration. Sometimes the developers themselves, the last minute. So that, hap that happens with us. Okay. Just as it happens with the planning commission, so you're not alone in that okay, but challenge. You have control that of that, you, have, you can you can say no, you know. And if it's a 90 day clock, then it's. I was about to say sometimes we can say no unless the clock is. All yes. right, but we've, we've changed our position there. We have the basically waving off on the, that, and but I'm saying you have control of that, and and what I'm just giving you feedback. Um, a lot of times you're. 
your agenda is not on the township websites until sometimes Tuesday before your Thursday meetings. And people ask me, what's going on? I said, well, usually they have it on the township website the Friday before people try and make plans for the week. And they're, they say, I, I can't see well, it. We have to have it 24 hours. So um, I know we're, we're stay latest. within yeah. the latest. So we stay within that window that we don't, we don't go into that 24 okay. hour. But I'm just saying from a transparency standpoint, if you, it's, it's, you know, what you do and what, you know, how you, you know, you control it. It's the perception that your public is going to have. So just a heads up. <laughs> I know it's tough. You get pushed all the time, but, you know, uh, and again, that's where a planner would help because he could, he could be your, your go-between. He could be the bad guy who said, look, you're not ready, boom, or we need Absolutely. an advance notice. So and take some burden off, Tony. For us to be reminded as well. Okay. So be on top of So, yes, appreciate okay. that. Appreciate that. Sooner is better than later. Absolutely. Yeah. Better yeah. than seeing I, it for the first time on the on screen Wednesday while they're night. presenting yes. it. No. Yeah. Oh, this is yeah. the first time I've seen this. Yeah. Yeah. You can't even process it at that no. point. Yeah. Yeah, read. Okay. Yes, good point. Thank you. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, thanks for bringing that up. So if I need to start reading a page or two, I realize it goes for 692 pages now. Where's the summary? Even speed reading doesn't get you through that. Okay, well, thank you. Thank you for being this, here this evening and presenting for us. And thank you again for all the dedication and hard work that you put in uh, for the Planning Commission. We, I, I really appreciate the feedback that we get from you guys because it, you have more time to look at things often than we do and you look at it and you're the ones who have a first crack at talking to the developers or talking to whoever is coming to to build or to, to redevelop something so um, and you guys are the ones who have the knowledge um, and the expertise so we really rely on you I certainly do so I appreciate everything you guys do as I said Carol we can do a better job if the, if the Development plan is pretty much complete. Yeah. And God bless. We've had a lot of plans that you know they're they're still in flux and we're we're doing, but there there's traffic impact studies aren't done. There's stormwater management issues that are outstanding. Landscaping can't be fit, and we we don't have a plan. They said we'll we'll do that later, and that puts us in a tough position. Puts you in a tough position. So and that again, the code allows you to say yeah. plans complete or not. We'll review it, but the clock's not running. Right, that, right. That's where you have control. So, right. I know we all want to get the township filled out, and you want the revenue, but that's where you have control, and you don't. Well, it has to be done properly. It has to be done properly. So that the uh, the revenue, of course, is beneficial to the residents, and it's, that's our yeah. tax base. Yeah. But that's not that's not the motive. The motive is to make sure the development plan is done properly to code, and uh, that that's the priority. Okay. Not yes, not yeah. the other way around. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. It's it's gravy. <laughs> Great. Right. It's the, the cherry on top. The cherry on top. Yes, <laughs> extra little. Well, as a tennis, we talked about the economy changing. All that's important, yeah. but I think we'll have a lot of redevelopment of the yeah. office centers, the mall. You know, Amazon. You got you know every year the online shopping is changing. So we're already getting pushed. You know, sent. Yeah, the redevelopment the, is important. Because it goes in a second uh, stab at uh, fixing some things po potentially that weren't fixed right. in the past. So right. your redevelopment is the comp plan sustainability in mind. If we yes. have the vision yes. yeah. laid out in the it's comp plan, we can go to tell the developers they come in rather than say them coming in and say, here's what we want to do, and here's a text amendment to do it. If we have a comp plan, we said, all right, maybe that doesn't fit with what we want to do. And, but that's 
that's what's been happening because we're behind the eight ball sometimes. Absolutely. Well, thank you for coming this evening. I really appreciate your comments and your presentation. And um, keep keep doing the great work. And at this, at this time, we're going to have a, a brief recess, and then we'll be back shortly with the Economic and Community Development Committee. Thank you. Thank you.